Hello, everyone. This is Joe Laughter from OneWrestling.com, and I can't wait to be on the board, Wrestling Fan. And we can't wait to have Bill After on the board, Wrestling Fan, as he calls us. It's our new name now. It is our new name. We are the board, Wrestling Fan. Yeah, I thought it was Podcast Famous. <laughs> it's like a 10 year old reference I think uh, Board Wrestling Fan Radio episode 205 I am Think So Joe with JTG and Noyce and uh, Coaster's not joining us this week and we haven't heard from George well I'm over here That's... eating I'm eating, I'm, I'm eating some poutine chips I'm over, I'm overstuffed myself on poutine, poutine chips <laughs> is that JT George <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who yeah. <laughs> said improvise? No, it's 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 the JT George. <laughs> so, I got to meet. I got. I got to meet a member of Metallica. Who wants to touch me? <laughs> I said, who wants to fucking touch me? I'll pass. <laughs> uh, I don't want Metallica diseases. Yes, JT met uh, Roman Reigns' doppelganger. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Rob Trujillo of Metallica. All four for eight of them. <laughs> was... did, did, did she give him fellatio? <laughs> no, no, no. They they were moving us along quick. I couldn't actually you couldn't actually spend more you couldn't actually spend more than like thirty seconds with him. He signed the shit and shook your hand, took a picture and you were gone. Was he getting that fuck money, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to pay for that, or yeah, you had to buy. Well, you had to um buy the um the DVD, the the Jacko, Jaco, you know Jacko, right? Is it Jacko or Jaco or whatever? Well, Jacko. He, he, he did know. a documentary. <laughs> you had to buy the documentary to do the meet and greet. So yeah, that's and it was it was like fifteen bucks. So it's like it's cheaper. It was cheaper to meet some wrestlers, you know. <laughs> I haven't heard of the documentary. Is it about him specifically then? Or? No, no, no. It's about a um, jazz bass player named Jacko Pistorius. Oh, Jacko Pistorius. Yes. Yes. Okay, I know Jacko Pistorius is for sure. Okay. Yes. So, why? It, it's about Jacko. Why is he signing the DVD? I, I just I don't know anything about this. He produced it. Oh. He, was, he produced the DVD. And, um, yeah, um, he, he was a huge influence on him. On him. He was J- 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 Jacko was a huge influence on Rob, and he he explained why when we did the when he did the screening later that night, and you know he was the producer on the DVD, so that's why you know he was out promoting it. So that makes sense. Yeah, Pistorius is a huge, huge uh, influential bass player. Not uh not as well known by I guess a lot of mainstream music fans this day and age, but he was huge in the seventies. Uh, kind of a bit of a drug fiend though. So he wasn't on the planet very long, but uh, fucking crazy good bass player. Yeah, if you if you get a chance to pick up the documentary or see it, yeah, you can see you say you you, you can see how he was. You know, he's pretty freaking awesome. Oh and yeah, yeah. I I I have some uh, I have some older jazz in my collection with him on it. He he popped in and out a lot of band, a lot of bands, but. Uh, yeah, I got I got a little weather report kick in, and I got some other stuff where he makes appearances on. He's a fucking really awesome bass player. Uh, that's cool. I'm gonna have to try to check that out at some point for sure. Yeah. 
So you've seen it then? It's a pretty good documentary. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know most documentaries how it's kind of like depressing and we, you, <laughs> you feel so bad and this and that. And it, this one, it really didn't really feel like. Yeah, they got to the you know, his dad left him. You know, he he died. You know, a tragic death. But it wasn't really like it was kind of like a celebration. I think he made it. It celebrated his his life and his music more than like, boohoo. We're gonna make you feel depressed for two right. hours. You know. There was a lot of performance. There's interviews on it from, you know, he had Getty Lee from Ross Shot was as in it. Um, Flea from the Chili Peppers. Um, Bootsy Collins makes an appearance in the, you know, it was, it was like I said, it was a really good documentary. And, you know, if you get a chance to, you know, go to a, you get a chance to buy the DVD, go, go out or see it. If, I don't know if it's going to stream anywhere. All I know is we got the, we got the, we got to see it in the theater and we got, I got a chance to buy it on DVD so I'm not sure how worldwide how how much distribution it's getting but yeah I'm, I'm sure in this day and age it'll be available online in some capacity like uh, streaming or something like that but yeah no that's cool man that's good to know that's, I don't know about other people listening this is a wrestling podcast and all but fuck it that's something I'm interested in so fuck y'all ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's actually something I get to talk about for a change, other than like sitting here like, well, you guys are gonna talk about this, and I'm gonna sit here and be like, what? What am I gonna say? <laughs> Granted, I did actually watch two thirds of um, Survivor Series last week. Hey, it's more than me. <laughs> well, I watched the hour, the last hour, because you know I'm not watching that. I don't. I'm not watching that fucking Into the Badland show. I I'd, I'd like to make a decree right now that any show that WWE's Facebook poll uh more than 50% of the people say no they didn't enjoy it it doesn't count. That, <laughs> that that's a, that's a decree on this show right so Survivor Series and Raw did not count. See but the thing is though I I think for at least the, and I watched it went back last night and watched the first hour the first hour wasn't I, I won't don't want to say it was too bad it was was wasn't horrible no, and the, the last hour wasn't horrible you know I, I can't sit there and say it was a bad that, that the survivor series I watched up I watched the first two matches and I watched the um the, the um the five on five match and then I watched Taker Kane and I watched fuck Sheamus win I don't think it was all that terrible plus the fact of the matter is is I'm the one that picked the outcome even though even though I haven't watched that shit in what how much how many months. I don't know, JT. I, don't, I think yours, not months, we're at the count now, aren't we? <laughs> it's been a while. I, I, I know the outcome wasn't like horribly unpredictable. I mean, it was a hot, it was a strong possibility. It was just, uh, what a bizarre th- logic, you know? Like, the fans really don't want this. So, what we'll do is to make them want this instead is we'll give them something they really don't want. So, <laughs> The pile of shit isn't as bad as the bigger pile of shit. I, I love that idea that they've gone with Seamus because they hate him more than they hate Reigns. Mm-hmm. That's it's really fantastic strange. booking. Well, well, I, I, I immediately not the saw, <laughs> I, I, I immediately knew when um like how early they ran at the end of that match. Between, how how early Reigns won the title? I'm like, yep, there's gonna be a cash in because there was like a good. You know, they could have made that match like 10 more minutes if they were legit not going to have him cash in. I'm like, oh, here comes Hunter. You know, <laughs> oh, look, there's the cash in. I'm starting to hate money in the bank. 
and and the reason is like you know the match ended at like 10:40 i'm like oh shit cool i get i can go buy food oh shit no Seamus still has that fucking briefcase <laughs> guess i'm sitting here and watching this and then by the time it's over, it's 11 o'clock and I got to punch in and I don't got time to fucking buy food. So I had to starve because of Seamus. Fuck Seamus. Oh, you could have planned ahead, but you fucked up. Yeah, I know. I forgot Survivor Series was this weekend. It was last weekend. This week on the show, we have a different champion. Speaking of champions, we have CZW champion Matt Tremont. We're going to be calling him in about uh, oh six minutes or so. So uh, that'll be fun. He was supposed hey, it was good the last time we had a CZ Dub champ on. This is the guy that beat that CZ Dub champ. We had uh, Black G's on. He was he was great. Newfound appreciation for CZW amongst us. He made me watch Cage of Death. He made you watch the Cage of Death. Yes, I, I did not watch the uh, match where Tremont beat Black G's. That happened back in August. I kind and... of watched it to find out what it was. Yeah. It was back in August. I don't know. I, I didn't bother looking for it. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's funny. I'm sitting at I'm sitting at work. I'm just clicking through some wrestling sites, and all of a sudden, I see an article, and it says uh, the headline is "Looking at Matt Tremont's Ultraviolet Dream." Like, wait, what? <laughs> Isn't that the guy that's supposed to be on the show? So I clicked on it. And it's got all this information, all this background information on him. It was great. I just stumbled on information about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> on the internet? No. Yeah, just I was. Just, uh, it's all lies. They're all lies. There's no guests on the show. I'm looking at the show notes right now. I see nothing there. What you talk about? It's funny because he was in the show notes, crossed out last week, <laughs> and he was in the show notes the week before, not crossed out until I crossed him out because he couldn't make it. I just see the word "fuck" beside guests in advance. Is this is that his nickname? <laughs> no. That's a pretty cool nickname. I see, fuck, I see fuck Sheamus in the docks. Well, you know well, something, fella. I'm, the, fella. I'm the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, fella. I can't do an Irish accent. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 2 p.m. Eastern. Arse talk. Arse talk. Arse talk. So I got to look at the notes at the beginning of the show. I could have had a really good joke to open, but eh. I don't read the notes before the damn show. And when I, I do, either, but I, I actually go through and look. But I actually put stuff contribute to the show too. So yeah, this week I don't think I did. <laughs> I think I'm just like, yeah, I have a show this weekend. Fuck. And then the guys, uh, the contact I have for this guy, messaged me like two days ago. Hey, you know, Matt's looking forward to the show. He's got 25 minutes set aside for you. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're supposed to have this guy on the show this week. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, when this show ends, I don't think about this show for the next uh, six days and 22 hours. I will, like, wake up on a Sunday morning like, oh, fuck, I got to do this show. And I'll go in the studio and I'll get everything set up. And it's like, all right, got to do the damn show. And then I wing it from there. It shows. <laughs> yeah, I know it does. That's why I always have dead air. 205 episodes. <laughs> it's, uh, nonstop. We don't have seasons. 
which is funny because they had a. They used to say that in WWE. Oh, we we don't have an off season, and now every year we get a season premiere. I don't get it. Well, the main event change. They might as well take a mid-break season, mid-season break. Yeah. Oh, they they have them, and it just it happens to the wrestlers as opposed to the show. <laughs> yeah. I bet they wish they had an off season now so they could let some of these guys heal up. Yes, Maven fan, it's Matt Tremont, the CZW World Champion. Oh, Maven fan showed up. Maven fan is in the chat. <laughs> She's even telling you to read the read the notes. <laughs> No, and she she makes up most of her information. I know she, she does. knows. <laughs> yeah, she. I finally told her off about my axe murderer gimmick that she supposedly thinks I am. She said I was going to take an axe, take my axe up to up to the side of Rob Trujillo's head, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm gonna do that in a crowded store full of people, and you know, and she goes, well, you're just gonna kill everybody, and I'm like. First of all, I'm not an axe murderer. I don't have an axe. Those are just figments of your imagination. <laughs> yeah, the sure. have a sense of humor, so you're lucky you didn't get shot. <laughs> I'm sure if you brought an axe to meet the dude on Friday, nobody would have noticed in the malls in the States. <laughs> probably probably not. Actually, it would have been like every second guy. Technically, actually, technically... There were a couple axes at the screening because you know a guitar is actually called an axe, so you know there were a couple guys that had guitar signs. So oh, there you uh, go. Huh? There you go. JT is not an axe murderer. I have that disappoints. Yeah, me too. So it would be so entertaining if he was an axe murderer. You sure you won't want to change your ways, bud? <laughs> if it paid better, maybe. Kickstarter? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> don't don't give Maven fan ideas, G. Yeah. Dude, don't. Hey, Maven fan, kickstart that shit, yo. <laughs> this is the next thing I'm gonna see Kickstarter with my fucking Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> make it happen. Now, how do I make a phone call on this while I'm in a call? That's the that's the question. I haven't had to do this in a while. <laughs> Let's see. Add people to this call. And I don't know how to do this. This is going to be interesting. Now it's time for JT Fumble. JT, you know how to do it, right? Here, here's Maven Fan. Maven Fan goes, You are an axe murderer. Have you heard Rob Zombie from Metallica was killed by an axe on the Friday? <laughs> Rob Zombie? <laughs> Rob Zombie is not a Metallica Maven Fan. <laughs> Oh boy, how do I gotta figure this out? I don't know how to call this guy. <laughs> uh, hold on, we'll do it the other way. Technical difficulties, folks. Technical difficulties. He's sitting there like, dude, why the fuck is this guy calling me? I was supposed to be on the air a minute ago. We'll get him. Any second now. <laughs> Let's go, Joe. Clap, clap. Oh, I'm clap, clap. awesome. I know how this shit works. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. Just waiting now for the internet. There it goes. And 
telephone. Telephone. <laughs> Maybe Ben said Rob Zombie was in Metallica before I met him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Make a call. <laughs> All right. We're getting there. We're getting there. This is fun. Okay. And call. And now we wait. And now you get loud. Sorry. <laughs> this game is boring. Let's play Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> there it goes. Odds we get his voicemail. <laughs> 99%. George to one. <laughs> Maybe George will answer. <laughs> Still ringing. Live this ringing. is our prank song, people. It is, totally. <laughs> how long does this, how many rings does it take to get to this guy's voicemail? Maybe he's like my nephew doesn't have one. Maybe. My nephew doesn't have one. I, we never set it up. Hello? Hello, Matt. Who's this? This is the guys from Board Wrestling Fan. How are you doing? Oh, hey, what's up, brother? How are you? <laughs> good, good. How are you? Did we, did we wake you up? No, I'm, uh, just, I just got to the Beyond show. <laughs> okay, all right. That's right. You're, you're, you're working tonight. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, show's at four, so I just got in for the call. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> So you are the current CZW World Champion. By the way, Matt Tremont, everybody. There's G, JT, and Mark on this call with me. I'm Joe. Uh, CZW World Champion. You went from being a fan to being the world champion. How did that happen? I mean, I mean everybody knows my story. Like you said, long, long-time CZW fan. Went there at the age of 13. Went to shows, paid a ticket, and enjoyed the product. And it was uh, the independent company I, I always supported and went to month in and month out. And I think by the time I got to age 16, 17 is when I broke in and started training. And uh, 2011, I eventually uh, earned, earned my way into the company. And, you know, it's, the, the rest has been history since. And then this past August to, uh, you know, kind of have that story come full circle, you know, supporting the company since day one and now being able to have the privilege to hold the, the World Heavyweight Championship uh, means a lot to me. Take a lot of pride in it. And it's uh, still surreal sometimes. i got to pinch myself. That's great. Now, uh, so how did you go about getting getting trained? You you were at the shows. You were a big fan. You got to know the wrestlers, that kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I uh, was obviously you know did the backyard wrestling as a kid, and uh, got to the point where I'm like, oh, this is fun, but I need to take that next step in order to you know become fresh professional and you know learn the ropes and do things the right way. So in uh, late 2006, early 2007. I linked up with a group called America's Wrestling Fundraisers, uh, Traveling Ring Circus, pretty much, uh, a school out of Northeast Philadelphia, and I wound up training with those guys, and I was to train with uh, Primetime Amy Lee, and uh, that's when I uh, broke in, took my first initial bumps, and started working, you know, just a local circuit within uh, the tri-state area, Jersey, Delaware, and PA, and from 2007 to early 2011, just pretty much just worked the local territory and uh, was uh, just scratching and clawing and waiting for the opportunity because CCW was always the place I wanted to get into. And then uh, 
February 2011, I worked a Carnage Cup event, and I worked Danny Havoc in the first round. And uh, obviously, he was in CZW at the time. And the match went uh, really well, and this, he saw potential in me, as did others. And it was kind of, you know, right place, right time sort of thing. The right eyes were on me and saw me. And uh, that opportunity led for me to get into the combat zone. Awesome. Now, we, we've, uh, prior to having CZW talent on our show, we used to kind of have a, a negative outlook towards CZW. Uh, and then we, we kind of watched, uh, we had the guy that you beat for the title, Black G's on kind of changed our minds so what would you say to people out there that say you know czw is you know garbage wrestling that's not worth your time mm-hmm. what would you say to those kind of people uh, i mean i mean czw always has that uh you know bubble over them you know as far as uh, they're just a hardcore promotion but uh you know the, the company as a whole has been around almost 17 years come this february and uh the, the company has evolved over the years especially since dj took over the company in 2009 obviously primarily in the early days it was very hardcore it was very violent very blood and guts uh but like i said the company has evolved you know over the last five six seven years and really is a, a buffet of wrestling at the shows you get a little bit of everything which every company really should be so you can cater to all all the different fans and markets that you're trying to reach to um but you know at the end of the day cw was you know was built in the early days on the violence and it's still you know a very niche product as far as the hardcore stuff and there's a lot of hardcore fans uh that you know that enjoy that stuff but you know like i said you gotta you gotta cater to everybody and give them a little bit of everything but the company's definitely evolved over the last few years and uh, i would definitely not say it's a you know a garbage company or anything like that you know it has its ultra violence but then it has its hard hitting and it's high flying and it's technical and you know some of the best you know wrestlers and performers from all around the world you know are in the combat zone so uh you know it's definitely evolved over the years and uh you know it's a it's a, a product that you know you can check out and uh you know you're going to get a little bit of everything Absolutely. Now we we've had uh we've been having scheduling issues with you. You are super busy. You're not only working CZW, you're working everywhere. I asked the, our uh, our contact, the guy that that put me in contact with you and he's telling me all the shows that you got coming up and it was just a couple of pages long. And so how 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 do you stay healthy doing all these shows? Uh, I've been I've been very fortunate enough. Really really within the you know uh February will be uh 8 years in the business. And really, within the last year is when things really took off, and I have I've kept a you know a full schedule within the last year. This year has been my busiest year that that I've been in the business. And I'm just you know fortunate enough that I'm able to you know keep that busy schedule, and you know I, I don't have to work a regular nine to five job anymore. Just you know pro pro wrestling's paying the bills, and I'm able to travel and you know and and do all that stuff. So I'm very very fortunate enough to do all that stuff so it's it, it's pretty cool you know and then you know within staying busy like you said trying to stay healthy you know doing the uh, death matches and stuff you know over time can take its toll but it's you know it's all about just you know trying to eat right trying to you know hit the gym and you know uh stay uh you know get to the dojo the season dojo as much as i can uh just can continue to hone the craft and you know pay dues and stuff like that but uh yeah i've been fortunate enough to stay healthy and uh, yeah, I've just been consistently busy, which you know I'm very you know, thankful to do on a, on a on a weekly basis. You know, been, been traveling a lot this year, put a lot of miles on the car, but you know, uh, it's 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 been really cool. I got, I'm looking at this list. This is a couple of weeks old. This list, but uh, you just wrestled just incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah, just a few weeks ago, it was his uh, second to last match that he had. 
before he retired, I believe last weekend, he wrestled Tommy Dreamer at PWS. Right. I wrestled him the week before uh, in his second-to-last match in his home state of Connecticut uh, for Dissension Pro Wrestling. So that, that meant a lot to me personally. It was the first time I met Justin. Uh, obviously, you know, being a, a hardcore wrestling fan, grew up watching ECW. So really, anytime I get to... Uh, you know, partake and, and perform with the ECW guy. So it means something to me personally because those are guys that paved the way for myself and, uh, you know, guys I watched as a kid growing up. And I was he, he was a pleasure to work with, uh, a professional, stand-up professional. And uh, now we had, we, had a, we had a very fun match in, in Connecticut, very small, intimate atmosphere crowd we were performing in front of, uh, but it was a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm glad I got to, uh, you know, write one of those last chapters of his book, you know, as he uh, was on his way out to, you know, close his career. But now uh, it was a pl- pleasure to work with him. Awesome. Now you you uh, you work a, a bunch of different companies. You're working different guys every night. Uh, is it is it difficult uh, when you? I mean, do you go into some places and you don't really know uh, the guy that you're wrestling? How how does that work out for you? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, you you, you can't know everybody. Uh, so you know, especially this year, I've, I've worked a lot of different places. Have worked a lot of different talent. Uh, but that's just you know that's just the name of the game and how you uh, you know work as a professional. You know, you're going to work guys you know and you're going to work guys consistently different places and some guys you're not going to work and not and not even know at all. Um, but at, at the end of the day, you know, as far as like you know, putting a match together, I'm just all about having a good match. I'm, I'm never worried about you know getting my, as they say, get your shit in <laughs> and stuff like that. I just I just want to have a good match with the guy. Let's tell a good story and entertain the crowd. And you know, thankfully, I've, you know, haven't had too many bad matches. I'm just you know always willing to work with the guy that I'm working with, whether it's a singles or a tag, so on and so forth. Uh, but fortunately, nothing. I'm just just want to have a good match. You know, you know, what can we feed off each other and tell a good stories so this crowd gets their money's worth. So, and I've you know have had the uh, you know privilege to work a, a lot of different people, a lot of different talent this year, and you know so far so good. So you wrestled one of my hometown boys a couple of weeks ago, Pepper Parks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Pepper's awesome. I, I think Pepper's very underrated. Uh, just a, a constant professional. Just looks like a million bucks and has all the tools of what you look at, what you need to look like as a professional wrestler. Uh, Pepper, for me personally, uh, I will always hold uh, near and dear to my heart because uh, that match where I went into going to wrestle Black G's for the title, I wrestled Pepper Barks in a street fight beforehand. Uh, so that that whole moment for me, wrestling Pepper and wrestling G's, just everything really flowed well, and we had a really good match together. So now I'm a big big fan of Pepper Barks. Um, I'm just going through the the notes that uh, Alex, our, our contact here, sent uh, sent me. Uh, Double Stomp Video, that's that's yours. You own yes, that? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing uh, within the last year that I've been trying to do because obviously I, I'm not going to be able to take bumps forever, right. uh, but I want to keep be able to keep generating revenue uh, that's you know still wrestling related. So I've been able to uh, you know open up avenues uh, to create revenue with doing stuff not besides stuff in the ring so uh, about a year ago I uh, launched Double Stomp Video very similar to like RF Video and Smart Mark Video we're filming shows we're doing shoot interviews selling merchandise at, at wrestling shows uh, so it's just something I always wanted to get into you know, like I, I, I know the guys from Smart Mark and RF and learn from them and you know to see how they do things uh, so now we're you know we're doing shoot interviews. We're filming our first show next week, uh, Legacy Wrestling in PA. So just just another avenue you know to, to create some revenue to keep paying the bills, and it's wrestling related. So at the end of the day, it's not really work. So it's uh, but no, another fun venture for me that I hope you know hopefully I can continue to do uh, even when I'm done to you know taking bumps in the ring. 
That's a good thing to have a backup plan, uh, especially in your line of work, especially uh, working deathmatch style in CZW, I'm, I'm sure. One hundred percent. You're wrestling tonight. Yes. Okay, and you're wrestling where? I'm currently in Providence, Rhode Island at Beyond Wrestling's uh, tournament for tomorrow, and I'm in a uh, tag team match this evening, uh, tagging with uh, uh, rival uh, and tag team partner Stockade, the Devil's Outlaw, and we are taking on uh, Chikara tag team known as the Throwbacks, Dasher Hatfield and Sugar Dunkerton in a uh, first-time tag team match. So that's a uh, d- different in- intangibles, an interesting match, something different, so now I'm looking forward to it. That should be a good one. So if anybody's in Providence, Rhode Island right now listening to this show, head over to the venue, check it out. Starts at, uh, I think you said, 4 o'clock? Yes, sir. Early early show on a Sunday. So, you know, pop this on on your Android or your iPhone and drive over to the show. (laughs) Listen to us on the way. Uh, And... (laughs) Okay, December 5th, you're filming The Legacy Wrestling, and you have a cage of death. Uh, you're defending the title, I would assume, against A.R. Yeah. Fox, Masada, and Devin Moore. That's the big one, man. It's the, the WrestleMania event of the year for the Combat Zone on the yearly calendar. So we'll, we'll end 2015 with one a bang. And uh, like you said, myself, Masada, A.R. Fox, and Devin Moore in a four-way for the title. So uh, probably my, my biggest challenge to date since uh, since I've had the championship, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. this. Will be my uh, third time inside the actual cage of death uh, on this big show. So now I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be violent. It's going to be everything that the hardcore fans uh, you know want. <laughs> so it should should be fun. And hopefully uh, at the end of it, come come out on top and stay in the top of the cage of death still with the chi- with the championship. I'm just trying to picture the crazy shit that AR Fox is going to be doing in the cage of death. <laughs> Uh, he's, I, I, he's definitely the dark horse. I think uh, he's he's the, he's the different intangible in the match. He's not a death match guy per se, but everybody's seen you know all the death defying fly you know high flying stuff he's done. So I think he's an awesome proponent uh, in the match, and I think it, it's just a, a good blend of four guys that are going in there and uh, do some crazy stuff. So now I'm I'm looking forward to what uh, Box brings to the table and inside the cage. I, I guarantee it's going to be crazy if you guys think Kofi Kingston is is um, is crazy in the shit that he does in some of these matches. AR Fox is your guy. <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> uh, <much>. So <laughs> what else do you got coming up? You got the show tonight. You got the December fifth, uh, the Legacy Wrestling. You got the Cage of Death. What else is going on? The uh, off the top of my head, I know the the night before Legacy, I'm at uh, Excite Wrestling in Biggenson, New York. I'm taking on uh, Matt Cross, M Dog Twenty, uh, Son of Havoc of Lucha Underground for the Excite title, and then uh, at the Legacy show, I'll be wrestling uh, uh, on top of Philman. We'll be, I'm working uh, Richie Nightmare in a no disqualification match. Uh, then uh, following week, Cage of Death. Uh, then December 18th, I'll make my debut at Five Boroughs Wrestling in New York. Uh, December 19th, I'm at IWA Vintage in Bridgeton, New Jersey. And then two days after Christmas, uh, back here beyond uh, in Providence. So that'll, that'll, that'll wean out my 2015 going into next year. <laughs> so you're the CZW champion. You're going into t- to challenge for the Excite title. So now, now say you win the Excite title. Does that mean now you want to go win all the championships across the country? 
You could be that guy. Yeah, I mean, you could be that I, guy. I <laughs> definitely could be. I'm 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 working towards that ultimate dragon pick and just have all the belts <laughs> hang off the arms. But now we're 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 getting there. I think I'm looking forward to you know working M dogs. So that that'll be pretty cool. The styles clash and something different. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think I worked Jonathan Gresham uh, last night here at Beyond on the night one of the doubleheader and that, that kind of gave me a good test of guys like what you know M Dog can do because Greg Gresham one of the best you know I think pound for pound wrestlers in the business so uh, you know working him last night was you know different for me because it wasn't hardcore it wasn't bloody guts it was just you know 15 minutes of pure wrestling so I got to showcase that you know Matt Tremont's more than just ultra violence a lot of times so that was cool so that was kind of a good early test to get me ready for someone like the likes of uh, Matt Cross. I think that's uh, that's a that's a good thing for you to do is get it out there that you're not just ultra violence, and you know because there's guys out there that came from CZW and 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 they are, uh, you know Chris Hero is one of them, uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, John Moxley was in CZW. You you guys were in CZW together, I think, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it's if you think that's all CZW is, these guys can't wrestle. They go out, they just hit each other with light tubes and shit like that. That is the misconception, but, uh, you know, I, you know, before I did hardcore wrestling the first four years I was in the business, you know, I, I wrestled. So, pe- you know, people forget that, but, uh, man, I think that's been my biggest, uh, thing to do this year to reach out and do other things was to showcase that you know wrestle and like you said not just get hit with light tubes and go through barbed wire so that's one thing i've been able to you know accomplish this year uh, that i've been able to do so which which has been which has been good and fun uh, those light tubes can't feel good <laughs> uh, none, any none of it's pleasant <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean i don't mean to quote clerks like i do every week on the show but uh, you know there's stuff in those things that give you cancer you know yeah, <laughs> they definitely sure do. Uh, I've, I've been exposed to them plenty of times, so uh, God knows what I'll have twenty years from now. But uh, no regrets if they got to put me in the box early. Uh, you know, I've been able to you know do what I love and enjoy to do. So uh, you know, no, no second thoughts on on, uh, on on all the crazy stuff that I've done. <laughs> that's a, that's a good outlook. <laughs> uh, so so what's the ultimate goal for Matt Tremont? Where where do you want to be? I think now, uh, you know, approaching eight years in the business, uh, you know, done a little international in, in, in Germany and the United Kingdom and, you know, working the circuit in the independence. I, I think for me overall is just to continue to keep a busy schedule and continue to keep entertaining and make sure fans are getting the money's worth. Uh, you know, and then you know, maintaining myself financially, you know, with the business. So if I'm able to, you know, pay my bills, uh, stay healthy, and you know, I'm, I always try to you know keep positive and bring a smile to the locker room. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing I have besides accolades and accomplishments as the business is my reputation and just you know, uh, you know, having a good reputation. You know, with all the promoters and the boys in the business. Uh, so that you know, that means something to me. I think that's bigger than all that stuff at the end of the day. But I think uh, uh, for me personally, you know, Japan is still I think overall my ultimate goal. Uh, to, you know, to go over there and do some stuff, whether it's for Big Japan or Zero One or even the uh, FMWs back up and running now. So, you know, Japan's definitely a big goal of mine. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, hopefully, like a TV shot, I, I I may have some stuff coming up in January with a certain impact company <laughs> with their tapings in January. Um, so, you know, if I can get, you know, have one TV match, get over to Japan and just, you know, can continue to have a, you know, a busy schedule and, 
uh, you know, stay healthy and keep entertaining and just, you know, I'm, I always look at it like this. All, all of this could end for me tomorrow. I could drop dead tomorrow. I could get hurt and never wrestle again. Uh, so I never take anything for granted. I'm very thankful and fortunate enough that I'm able to travel and work the independence, uh, make some decent money at the same time and get to do what I love and enjoy to do. And if I can continue to do that for another three to five, five to ten years, God, you know, God knows what. Uh, so I'm not just, you know, fortunate enough to be able to travel. A lot of times the missus will come with me so I get to take her to these places that, you know, she never probably would have been able to because a lot of these places I've been able to go to and travel to I would have never done and went to if it wasn't for pro wrestling. So I'm, you know, very embedded to the business uh, for all that it's given me. Wow, you're you're uh, you're really a humble guy. I <laughs> I gotta say, because a lot of guys will come in here. Well, of course, you know WWE. I want to be. So, what happens tomorrow? You get a call. WWE says, "Come down to Orlando. If you're gonna move here, you're gonna work for NXT." Oh, 100%. I think I'd be dumb not to. Uh, that, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. You know, if, if it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Uh, but no, that that'd be that'd be very cool. I think a lot of guys, whether it's wrestling or even you know, Drake Younger did the refereeing thing. I'm I'm all yeah. about that. It's still wrestling related, and you're in the business, and you know, you're getting paid, and you can pay the bills. So uh, anything that's you know, it's involved in some way, shape, or form that's wrestling-related, uh, that'd be cool. Being a referee, it'd definitely be an easier pace for you, I would think. <laughs> yeah, definitely, 100%. No light, no light tubes. <laughs> no barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, any of you guys got a question for him? GJT, Mark? Guess not. <laughs> All right, uh, and the question we ask everybody is... Uh, if you could look back on your career so far, is there one moment that you can look at and say, you know, if I retired right then, I'd be, I'd be happy. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would probably pinpoint it back to my first cage of death in 2012 against DJ Hyde. Uh, probably at, at that point in time, the, 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 the pinnacle of, of what I'd done in the business, the biggest match that I had main event wise in front of a, you know, a thousand plus people in Voorhees, uh, me and DJ were coming off an 18-month build into that program, into that blow-off, and you know, being a big season, lifelong CW fan, to main event cage death inside the cage death, um, you know, was was pretty cool. And I, you know, it's, at the end of the night, standing on top of the cage was, you know, pretty much a made man in the eyes of the fans. So if uh, if, if if it all stopped the next morning after that cage, uh, I would have been okay with that. It was it was it was an awesome moment, and uh, you know, something to look, look back on and you know, be proud of. Note to mainstream wrestling companies: eighteen month builds can happen, <laughs> and sure, they can sure work. Can if they're done right, <laughs> they can work. <laughs> no, none of this. Uh, okay, this this month's over. What are we doing next month? <laughs> All right, I know you got a show to do. We're going to let you get going and get ready to get ready to work. So, anybody want to go out to Providence, Rhode Island tonight? Check out Beyond Wrestling. Matt Tremont's on the show. CZW World Champion Cage of Death is coming up, uh, I think, next month, yeah? Yeah, just a few, about, probably about two weeks. <laughs> two weeks from now. Cage of, Cage of Death for CZW. Order it, I'm telling you. AR Fox is going <laughs> to... Uh, not saying that Matt Tremont's not going to be awesome in this match. He's the guy that is, go <laughs> is going to show these guys what Cage of Death is all about, but AR Fox is going to do some crazy shit, I'm telling you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> all right. Matt, thanks for your time, man. Have a good match tonight. Stay uh, healthy. Uh, I... I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Take care. You too. All right. I won. I I, I winged my way through that.
We're good. <laughs> I missed yeah, most of it. I, I know you did. <laughs> I, I guess Pure Later delivers on Sunday, I found out. Oh, how about that? Yep. I messaged you on Facebook because uh, apparently it. we weren't paying attention. No, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because it says seen by only Adam and George. Uh, I, oh, I saw it. I saw I it. Facebook, you lie. Yeah, I saw you it. You lie, Facebook. Now it says seen by JT. Just popped up. It's still no joke though. No, I. You know what? I. It's. I see. Brb. Gonna make a phone call, and I didn't click on it. That's what. Now I. Now. Now it should say I saw it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't click on it, but I saw it. It's like okay. I had my ringer off, and I noticed I had a message, so I checked it, and it's like pure later. I'm trying to leave a package, and we don't have a traditional mailbox where I live. The fucking weird Canada Post thing we're doing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're gonna leave it on the step if we can't get a hold of you. I'm like, no, oh, don't you fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> I had paid. I paid a bit of money for this. It's my dad's birthday, uh, Christmas present, actually, it was supposed to be his birthday present, but uh, couldn't find what I wanted locally, so I had to order online. Fun. Download complete. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like everybody was running out and getting trampled in stores the other day, and I'm just like, "Fuck this! I'm ordering online." <laughs> What are you talking about? I didn't. I didn't get. I went. Whole, I was out all day Friday, and I didn't get trampled once. Uh, you're 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 awesome like that, JT. Oh, I know. You're, you're trample proof. <laughs> hey man, it's, it's all that time spent in the gym. Yeah, no, actually, it was funny because these these two kids that were standing behind me were, were at at the signing. I know I keep going back to that. They were we were talking, and all of a sudden, no, I don't want to mess with you. You look like you could kick my ass. I'm like, really? <laughs> I don't look that jacked up, do I? <laughs> no, nobody's gonna trample the guy with the axe, man. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I'm an axe man, dude. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Matt Tremont, nice guy, humble guy, down to earth, CZW World Champion. Imagine that. <laughs> down-to-earth humble guy like that czw world champion goes through barbed wire and light tubes and fighting in the cage of death in two weeks ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is going on this week anything fun i missed i, I missed uh nxt i watched raw and highlights and i saw the opening promo of smackdown before i fell asleep and got the best two hours sleep ever <laughs> <laughs> I haven't caught it yet. What happened on NXT? Uh, the main thing is, uh, the main thing I remember anyway, is two things. First of all, there was a video package for Elias Samson where he just he sang a song into incorporating catchphrases and everything, and it was just really well put together. It was like 100 NXT references in one 30-second clip. <laughs> but the women's title match was actually not awful. And that was just a load of fun as well. I, I hate to say it, but I did enjoy that match. See, I didn't see it. All I saw is the the picture of the guy with the book. <laughs> hey, it was a good match. That guy's a dick. <laughs> this guy's just like, fuck, it's Eva Marie. I'm just going to, you know, catch up on my reading. <laughs> I, I did also see literally one person with their back turned. <laughs> When you're the only guy, that's just sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Oh well, I mean, uh, yeah, I missed. I caught the highlights of Raw, and uh, and and what I want to know is how does the PTO hurt more if it's done on the announce table? Right, it, yeah, it's not about the PTO hurting more. It's it's about embarrassing Charlotte. Okay, I, I mean, I it's, I don't know because it's more on display there. It's just. It's really rubbing it in everyone's faces. Okay, I, I mean, I, I, I guess, but I mean, Michael Cole was acting like it was like the worst thing ever. Like, oh no, not on the announce table. Oh yeah, it's because he's a dick. What the fuck is it gonna do? I, I, I guess I see your point, but I, for for me, just watching it, it's kind of like, like, okay, who fucking cares that you're doing it on the announce table? Yeah, that's my <laughs> takeaway. I, I don't see the humili- uh, humiliation element at all, but I guess that's your interpretation. That's your interpretation. I, yeah, I mean, I, I just this- see. I, I just see it as representing like the WWE as of the last four or five. Well, let's ah oh, a couple of years. Let's let's be honest. It's just stupid. I mean, I, I maybe that's what the <laughs> maybe what noise is seeing is what they were going for. I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it that way. I really didn't. It's like, is that supposed to hurt more because she's doing it on the announce table? Because that's what I'm getting out of the commentary and the fact that she's doing it on the announce table. I only animated Jeff, of course, because that was what two weeks ago I did that, something like that. Yeah, right, right. But it she, more. but she did it again. Yeah, exactly. Well, she did it again, and that, uh, that's what I was thinking of: is how is this any worse than doing it in the ring? I mean, I guess like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I could see how that would be more embarrassing. I guess I don't know. You're in a submission hold on WWE programming, and you're the champion getting your ass kicked. I. I <laughs> that's embarrassing, you know. Exactly. <laughs> that's my point. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't see it, but whatever. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. The, get it, the but... only important part of of Raw was the Tex Max Mark Henry infomercial. That was great. I actually did enjoy that. I know everyone shits on it, but I had fun with that. I did. Oh no, no, everyone doesn't shit on it. I'm I'm praising it. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> I did see that. It was uh, JBL and, and El Torito arguing over Tex versus Max. And then Mark Henry starts tripping out on acid. <laughs> Fucking yeah, awesome, exactly. man. So good. That's the, they should just abandon like the rest of the show and just have the whole entire three hours be like crazy acid trip Mark Henry. Just totally, totally, you know, fear and loathing in, in Mark Henry land. I, I think happen. I think rather than actually have any like anything to do with the writers, just everything should be like backstage ads. Uh, the thing is, he he also had a match with Neville, so it would be great if they teamed them up, saying they both like to get high. But <sighs> just the subtle reference that Mark Henry's on drugs. <laughs> they carry around like a suitcase full of drugs. <laughs> just straight up, you know, Hunter uh, will will change his persona just a little bit. You know, he's still got the name Hunter, so that works. I'll get him like a, a one of those c- cigarette things with the stem. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know the sunglasses, the hat, the whole shebang. It'll make him go cover some race in Las Vegas. It'd be good times. Good times. Uh, well, uh, just like uh, I, the Mark Henry Neville match was kind of like, I guess Mark Henry's a face, <laughs> and he didn't want to beat up Neville, and then lost. <laughs> Mark Henry's just. Mark Henry. I guess. He cares not for your reliance and allegiances. I, I guess. instead They're like, you know, we're already doing this face, heel, face, heel, face, heel thing with the big show. Uh, what's Mark Henry this week? Mark Henry's just a nice guy 
who happens on to be acid. a bad guy and on acid. Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably didn't even realize he was fighting Neville. He probably saw some like flying unicorn puking <laughs> rainbows. And... Aw, don't you dare be sour on unicorns. <laughs> Kofi's hair. By the way, maybe maybe he thought he was part of the new day. You know, it's <laughs> tripping pretty hard, man. I actually, I actually had people tell me they don't like New Day this week. Ah, well, some people don't. Some people find them incredibly racist. <laughs> if was... you, you know, that's the thing. Like, there's no character who's going to please everybody. And New Day certainly has people that enjoy them, and certainly have people that are they're very polarizing, man. I suppose. I, I think I, though that the New Day have evolved. They were basically at first they were like that because they're black, but now they're just three guys having fun who happen to be black. Yeah, I I, I see it that way myself. But I and I agree with you. My point of view, as a, you know, the subjective takeaway for me. But that's the other side of it is they still are shucking and jiving and doing the elements that they were doing in the original, and. People are justifiably not getting past that, and I, well, I can't fault them for it because there's still a racial stereotype going on. Here's what was said there to is. me: if you deny that, you're you're denying something that's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. Well, this is what somebody said to me this week. She said they're awful. That trombone can go where the sun doesn't shine. They're making a mockery out of Biggie and Kofi. I can't stand it. So I replied: those guys are having the time of their lives. They're the world tag team champions, and they're the most over guys on the entire show. Oh boy, I feel so bad for those guys. Regardless, <laughs> you have to you have to look at it from both points of view and why you get dissension. I can see the people being annoyed by the trombone too. I like oh, it, no, but I... again, I can totally see it because it comes back to this this idea that there's always going to be guys you don't like their character persona, you know, or whatever that they do. You I... know. Every week I see somebody complain about the trombone. Mostly uh, my friend Pete will post on Facebook New Day and put like three little, you know, horn uh, emoticons. And somebody will comment invariably like, oh, that fucking horn. <laughs> you yep. know, like... I've just realized I really want Xavier Woods to play John Cena to the ring one time. No. <laughs> <sighs> John Cena! You can't see me. Didn't he already play John Cena's theme on an earlier episode? He did. he did. They were they came out for the U.S. title challenge. Yeah, and he came out playing happened. John Cena's theme. But he uh, wants him to actually right, he wants him to actually play John Cena to the ring. No, I just want to hear him play that theme. I can just look that up and be happy. Oh, there you go. Okay. There's no need to embarrass Xavier. I mean, at WrestleMania 24, they had the whole marching band out there playing John Cena to the ring. And there was that time CM Punk was a Chicago gangster. Yeah. (laughs) I think that was the year before. And the thousand faces of Cena. Yeah. But they came out to Word Live. This basic thugonomics. Oh boy, Maven fan caught me talking about John Cena again. (laughs) (laughs) I was rooting for Edge in that match at WrestleMania 24, by the way, and he won. I think. I don't remember. That was a long time ago. No, Edge wrestled The Undertaker. What the fuck am I talking about? I was going to say, that was was The Undertaker. (laughs) Who the fuck did John Cena wrestle? The Big Show. No, it was The Big Show. And... 
Fuck well, I, I'm looking this up now. Please was it do. The big I was, show and there was no big show. Was Randy big show right. fought Floyd Floyd Mayweather. Oh, okay, that's twenty points each. No, it was it was Cena, it was Cena, Triple H, and Randy Orton. Yeah, I, I, I was, was rooting triple threat. I knew there was and, triple threat. In and that. I was rooting for Orton, and Orton won with the punt to the head. Yeah, Orton won that match. Yeah, that's right. I went. That was that was years ago. <laughs> that was a long time wait, ago. Wait, wait. You mean Cena didn't win? LOL. No, what Cena didn't hell? win. Randy Orton won, and that was back when Randy Orton was like kind of cool. <laughs> no, no, no. Orton never was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. See these guys? They they have like cool personalities for some of these guys, and then they just go back to this bland, boring bullshit that they are, like John Cena and Randy Orton and. <laughs> Whoever yeah, I, I like it when they try to force Orton to be a face, though, because he just doesn't care. Yeah. At that time, he did a split jump in the ring. <laughs> they told him to be more animated, so he just did a fucking jumping jack after hitting the RKO. <laughs> uh. You know what else I can't take seriously is the fact that a guy who said suffering succotash in a promo was world heavyweight champion for 30 seconds. And now the new world heavyweight champion is someone who made a slightly racist joke. <laughs> yep. And he was being black. Oh my god, that was great. What you don't like? You don't like it when I say getting jiggy with it? <laughs> That's an this even worse Irish accent than I did. The world champion. So we're gonna have him say, "Let's get jiggy with it." And <laughs> Let's get, get jiggy on these posers. It's fucking. <laughs> and then the music that... stopped. The music was playing the whole time through that promo until he said that. The only thing missing was the fucking record scratch. <laughs> Maven uh, fan, it's got to snow first before JT can send you snow. <laughs> yeah, it does. We haven't had it. Had any. We've had very little here since since, since October. So I haven't seen any in South Buffalo, which is crazy because a year ago I was buried under six feet of snow. We had we've had like an inch and an inch inch and a half at most. I get went out one morning. There was an inch of snow on the ground. So yeah, it's been we've gotten a little since then. We haven't gotten much. So yeah. Oh, what do you say, break song? Yeah, why not? And noise has the break song this week. One thing I did slightly disagree with the new day on this week is I don't think country music sucks that much. But <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is not my character saying. That was a bad oh, yeah, one. I think he's dead now. <laughs> Speaking of being dead, <laughs> this is the Undertaker version of uh, "Ain't No Grave." Oh yeah, was there, Dash, before we go, and I really the, love this theme. Before we go, before we go to the song, was, was there an anniversary or something at Survivor Series? I don't know. WWE kept reminding us of it. There was three. There was Gombo de Guka, New Day, and Undertaker. And, <laughs> and 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 it was our anniversary last week. <laughs> Oh yeah, you guys are married. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maven fan, wait, Maven, you were you were down the down the road from Noise. If you didn't give me rain from 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 Noise Noiseville, then you're, you're you're shit out of luck. Here's Johnny Cash, Ford Wrestling Fan Radio. <laughs> There ain't no grave can hold my body down 
there ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear that trumpet sound, I'm gonna rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, look way down the river, and what do you think I see? I see a band of angels, and they're coming after me. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, look down yonder, Gabriel. Put your feet on the land and see. But Gabriel, don't you blow your trumpet till you hear from me. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Jesus, meet me, meet me in the middle of the air. And if these wings don't fail me, I will meet you anywhere. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, meet me, mother and father. Meet me down the river road. And mama, you know that I'll be there when I check in, my lord. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. Johnny Cash, Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number 205. That was perfect timing. I just sat back down. <laughs> uh, I spent. I, I didn't even get up. I spent the whole thing Snapchatting. <laughs> you heard it here first. Joe is sending dick pics. No, no, no. If he is, he's sending them to me because I follow him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are married, so that seems allowed. Oh, Jesus Brandon Brandon had two. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm bored. I'm posting studio pictures on Snapchat. Uh, Think so, well, Joe. By the way, Joe, 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 Joe just put like you see a Snapchat from Think So Joe. It's just basically him in the pic with a with a serious look on his face. Bored. <laughs> me, I don't even. I barely t- snap anything. It's like me, no activity. <laughs> we're, we're we're lame. We're lame Snapchatters. <laughs> see, 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 George is missing out because I was getting some good Snapchats last night, <laughs> and then they became they started coming through my text messages. George is missing out. I was going to show him some pictures, but oh, <laughs> got, wow. oh well, his loss. <laughs> you know, if George has the internet, he'll be fine. Yeah. 
Wait, I thought he didn't have the internet. He's got a he's got a twenty gig data plan on his phone. <laughs> Pornhub takes up fifteen. I I was gonna say he says that he goes through it uh, every month, and I don't know how because I watch yeah. WWE Network, I watch Netflix, I watch Hulu, I watch movies on Vudu, I listen to Pandora and Google Play Music. I and I don't come anywhere close to my twenty gigs, so well, I, I, he's got to be watching a ton of porn. Yeah, because I have fifteen for three. We have fifteen for three for three phones, and we don't go through that much. In fact, actually, I've had to turn turn my Wi-Fi off on my phone just to use some of the data because <laughs> we have the rollover, and it was at like twenty two gigs last. I'm like, well, better freaking use up some of this shit since I'm paying three hundred bucks a month for it. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know how he's going through twenty gigs of data on his phone. I mean, he's gotta be. Uh, that's got. That's a lot of freaking porn that guy watches, man. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, but it, it probably is porn. Is it probably? I'm not. I'm. I'm serious. I think it is porn. There's no way he's. he's he blames it on all the games on his phone. But dude, just just download the porn. Yeah, that's he's. He, it's got to be the porn. It's got to be. Dude, he should, unless he, he has like ten games or some shit. He he so shouldn't have stood my ass up back in May. He, he should have come. He should have come. He should have came here. I would have loaded his ass up. I would have given him half my DVD porno <laughs> DVDs. I'd just sit there. They never freaking watch anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a sign of the generation gap. You have porn DVDs. I have. I actually have porn on VHS, man. Somewhere <laughs> around here. But, but they're 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 about the same age. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, I. I don't have any physical porn anywhere. You know what? I'm older than you, and I don't have any physical porn anywhere either. So. And, I, I, and I can, I can I mean, if you didn't have a VCR, I could give him my old VCR. <laughs> yeah. so I still I, have it right here in the, in the desk next, sitting right next to me. I'm about halfway through my month. I am at, like, five gigs of data used. So I don't know how he's going through 20. It's got to be porn. That's the only explanation there could be. Jeez, I use about 50 megabytes. Never mind all this gig shit. <laughs> but I never go out, so I never use it. <laughs> See, I'm on the bus every night, so I'll listen to Pandora. I'll watch something on t- on Netflix or uh, something. You know, just to kill some time. I watched Survivor uh, Series on my phone last week. <laughs> and like I say, when I've got downtime and I'm sitting in the, 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 the meter room back at, at, you know, at the shop, I'm sitting, you know, we're just sitting there up on our phones it's like you know what can I find you know what article or what book by Mark Noyce am I reading um <laughs> you know I bought your book by the way Mark I haven't gotten around to reading it yet <laughs> well you bought it that's what matters exactly you got your dollar <laughs> uh let's take a trip to JT let's take a trip to JT land oh yeah oh, of course I you can't off. come <laughs> 307 days, 17 hours, 21 minutes, 14 seconds for Curtis Axel in the Royal Rumble, by the way. Yeah, nice. Yeah, all right. So, who fuck Virgil says, fuck money time. JT earned that fuck money by picking fuck Sheamus to win the WWE title. Yeah, no, I kind of made that one up. Um, can't wait for my Star Wars debut. Fuck money awakens. I've slept with the Ewoks and a girl that looked like Princess Leah. What? There's a lot this week too. He was like on point this week. What a wonderful Sunday in Pittsburgh. Going to the flea market to make some fuck money. Might buy a turtleneck there. Then Costco for fun. <laughs> Little tip: 
Go to Olive Garden right before they close. Guarantee you they give you extra meat sauce. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Black Friday is every Friday to me. All Fridays matter. Don't don't get left in the cold turkey. Buy my shirt on Black Friday and save that fuck money. <laughs> Who doesn't like, like a vegetable shirt? <laughs> Who doesn't like a cup of fuck money? Black Friday is the story of my glorious night life. Hey Walmart, I'm in line buying macaroni to save some of that fuck money on Black Friday. That's just sad. I'm thankful for people looking at me like I am the American dream. Hashtag happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for fuck money. In case you forgot, I have had sex with every month of the year in the Playboy calendar. And that is not a typo. That is a legit tweet I took off of Twitter. I wonder if you got a paper cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dreaming of that Olive Garden meat sauce. You know, the the other day I was I was getting ready to go to my mom's house and I looked at my phone and it says it says uh, you know, thirty minutes to Olive Garden. What the fuck, man? I'm not going to Olive Garden. <laughs> like, I swear Virgil hacked my fucking phone or something. <laughs> Virgil's the one that's sending me spam emails from my own email account. <laughs> fuck, man! What the fuck, Virgil? I'll give you 20 bucks to stop. <laughs> uh, Alrighty. So do we want to go to kayfabe news, or do we just yeah, want to skip that? We got time, why not? Alrighty, I will go through. Let's see, click. Uh, Alright. We should have done this one earlier when we were talking about the polls. <laughs> WWE, 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 okay, that's the jam already working. <laughs> WWE at poll reveals 83% of fans doubt legitimacy of WWE at polls. A new poll conducted today in World Wrestling Entertainment's smartphone application, or WWF, suggests that the vast majority of WWE fans doubt the veracity of such polls. More than 80% of fans answered the, in the negative when polled as to whether they should trust WWE pro, poll results. Excuse me, Bert. Including the result of that specific question which poses a unique paradox. After a lifetime of watching WWE, I just don't believe anything about anything anymore, tweeted one fan. In a subsequent poll, a whopping 97% answered that they do not trust anything they see on WWE programming, read on the WWE website, or believe might be vaguely associated with WWE. I mean, was Kane really burned as a child or not? Commented another observer who identified himself only as D. Meltzer. When Hor was Hornswoggle really not the anonymous GM? Did, that, did Sheamus seriously just become champion again? None of it makes any <laughs> sense! A statement issued by WWE, which was posted on WWE com and the WWE app said such concerns are completely unfounded. When observed through special sunglasses that once belonged to Roddy Piper, the statement continued, "Obey." <laughs> I will say I don't trust those polls because no one knows how to download the app. I've never tried. I've never trusted those things. All right. Next, next on the card. Bad news, people. For those who don't know, Brad Maddox was released this week from WWE, and this one is um, is Humankind Unites in Mourning Following the WWE Release of Brad Maddox. 
The people of Earth united as one today, putting aside divisions of race and color and religion. In a collective day of mourning, as news spread that WWE had released Brad Maddox. During his illustrious WWE tenure, Maddox was a hero to billions, serving as the beacon of hope in an otherwise cruel and oppressive world. <laughs> in major urban, urban centers, citizens gathered around in public squares to unite hands by candlelight and sing in tribute to Maddox's unrivaled career. Leave the memories alone! In his countless main event traps in WWE, toppling The Rock, Steve Austin, and even conquering The Undertaker's red legendary streak, Maddox inspired people everywhere with his indomitable spirit. Longtime wrestling pundit Meltzer predicts WWE won't last a week without its top star. The reasons behind Maddox's release remain unclear, but he's rumored to be in training with NASA to single-handedly avert the apocalypse by drop-kicking an asteroid off its collision course with Earth. <laughs> Sorry, I had to drink to that. <laughs> you, you, yeah, yeah, you need more raw. You need more raw. Sure. Well, WWE to rectify ratings declined by adding a fourth hour. <laughs> Amid a decline in ratings of its flagship re weekly program, Monday Night Raw, WWE announced today that it will spur viewership by adding a fourth hour to the show. Quite frankly, Raw is just way too short, said Vince McMahon during a press conference this morning at WWE's Connecticut headquarters, referring to the show's paltry three-hour runtime. Our, our fans the WWE Universe are clearly starved for more programming. Quite frankly, it's what's best for business, quite frankly. According to the WWE press release, the additional hour of Raw will allow time for more backstage skits, long, longer show opening promos by the Authority, and more mid-match commercial breaks. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The, the, the reasons behind Raw's downward trend in the ratings are not fully understood, though it is believed as a result of a combination of factors including disruptive technologies, a segmented marketplace, shifting psychological demographics among WWE's core audience, and the fact that Sheamus, of all people, just won the WWE Championship. Fuck <laughs> Sheamus. Some wrestling pundits suggest that adding more programming is not the solution, since WWE is already oversupplying fans with content on its WWE network, which features on-demand access to Eddie Guerrero's matches and Lita's bosoms. Uh, you know, right. the sad part is that they might actually try to do that because you know advertising revenues are low so let's add a, f a fourth hour so we get more advertising revenues <laughs> well I've predicted long, long ago that pay-per-views would become shorter and raw would become longer <sighs> huh uh, it's awful too much <laughs> fucking crap too long for them like the best shows on TV are the hour long shows the re wrestling shows that is well, yeah, because it, it doesn't, you don't feel like you're taking, you know, you're not taking a lot of time watching them. I mean, if you DVR them, they're that they're shorter than an hour. And, you know, even when I used to watch Raw and Fast Forward through it, you're still watching it to spend watching two hours of it because, you know, you fast forward, it takes forever to fast forward through some of the shit. And they're like, oh, wait, maybe I wanted to see that. And you're rewinding it and this and that, you know? I mean, but the uh, Lucha Underground, NXT, these are. Hour-long shows, Ring of Honor. Yeah, hour-long shows, packed with action. 
not a lot of talking. You still know what's going on. You could still follow the storylines. You still you don't need an hour long opening promo from the fucking authority or Seamus. <laughs> as the case was as Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I agree, Maven fan. Future Hall of Fame, Brad Maddox. Yes, yes. I'll never forget that one time he took over. Was it ECW or NXT? It was one of those programs. He just, the, the match was kind of stupid, and he was about to change it. Then he jumped out of the crowd and took over the commentary table with Michael Cole. It's basically, <laughs> he owned Michael Cole and the whole segment, and it just it was like the greatest thing ever. I've ever had ever seen in a long time on that on WWE programming. I yeah, can't but, believe I can't believe they fired him. Those cocky pricks. Well, cocky prick talk. Just in, Joe was fired. Speaking <laughs> of, speaking of cocky pricks, one more one more K-Vig news story this week. I was going to say speaking of being fired. Speaking of being fired, Helmsley and McMahon released. <laughs> Creative has nothing for the authority. WWE announced today the release of two top executives and on-air personalities, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon-Helmsley, after it was deemed that the company's so-called creative team had nothing for the authority. We wish Mr. Helmsley and Ms. McMahon-Helmsley all the best in their future endeavors, reads the curiously worded press release. The news comes as a shock to wrestling fans worldwide who had become accustomed to the tyrannical power couple. Known collectively as the Authority, deliver in, interminable in-ring soliloquies by opening for by the during the opening 40, 40 minutes of WWE's weekly program Monday Night Raw. The company offered no reason for the termination aside from stating it was best for business. Effective re- immediately, the roles of the, the the roles of the Authority will be pay, portrayed by Terry Taylor and Lita. <laughs> Helmsley and McMahon's Helmsley, meanwhile, have allegedly begun taking bookings on the independent circuit and will appear at this weekend at Cleveland's Absolute Intense Wrestling as the bureaucrats. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to screw over Gregory Iron. <laughs> I-, I saw that one on Reddit and people were like, so why didn't you label this kayfabe news? Because that's the fucking story that's true. <laughs> oh boy uh, just get into news or does anybody have anything they want to put in between here hello phone it's George that one. <laughs> nope it was G sending me the link to the to next week's podcast notes yeah same here <laughs> News courtesy of AngryMarks.com, DailyWrestlingNews.com, and CheapHeat.com, and of course, uh, the maybe or maybe not made up FuckSheamus.com and PrepareYourAnus.edu. FuckSheamus.com has to be a real website by now. And don't forget FuckMoney.com. <sighs> Who's got ten bucks? We could buy FuckSheamus.com if it doesn't exist. Have Vince Russo watching his beard grow? We, we did have Vince Russo watches yes. his beard grow. dot com for a little well, while. Like, you, research it to see if it research it to see if it's actually. I'll I'll look it up after the show just because I got my mic stand set up on. The, okay. So you'll hear me typing. It doesn't exist. Because <laughs> uh. you know I I could fund that shit if you wanted it. Yeah, let's see who is and. 
Fuckshamus.com. Uh, just saw a typer. Let's see here. Nope, somebody owns it. Oh. Actually, no, it expired in August. <laughs> no, 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 excuse me. It was updated in August. It expires next August. Yeah, somebody owns it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. People have been fucking Seamus for a while. Yeah. Uh, legendary pro wrestler Tommy Gilbert passed away this past week at the age of 75. Our condolences, of course, to his friends, family, and fans. Uh, Survivor Series spoilers. This is from uh, Box Robots Adam on Squared Circle on Reddit. Uh, according to Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Radio, the decision to make Sheamus the champion was decided just hours before the show. The reason was that they did not want fans to boo Reigns as the champion and felt that they would cheer him while booing Sheamus as the champion. <laughs> I like what's after that. LOL WWE as if we can't boo them both. <laughs> here, comes, here comes Big Show versus um versus Batista in the in the ECW arena versus for the ECW title. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that was a fantastic match because of the crowd. I, I'm disappointed because ECW on sci fi is no longer available on Hulu. I'm surprised it's it. not on the network. Yeah. I'm more surprised that they've done this to Reigns twice now. They did it to him at Mania when they changed the match outcome during the uh, the Rock and Rousey segment. And they do it again <laughs> to him. So if like, they've had the to fuck? change it twice because they know he's going to get booed, then just don't fucking do it at all. Right. Well, they, uh, they're dumb. It's uh, Some things never change, you know. Old Vince Senile thought Sheamus would cash in hours before the pay-per-view. I saw an article somewhere earlier, and I should have made note of it, but it was uh, it was a list of ways they've tried to get Seamus, uh, not Seamus, uh, <laughs> tried to get Roman Reigns over with the crowd, and it was like they made him the stronger. They made him the hot. I can find it yeah. if you'd like. <laughs> he was the hot tag in the Shield. He kept the Shield gimmick when he became uh, when he became a singles wrestler, coming out through the crowd to make it looks like it looked like they like him, and now they've got him feuding with the uh, foreign faction. They they had him fight Sheamus because Sheamus or they had Sheamus cash in Money in the Bank because people hate Sheamus more that kind of shit. I'm sure I that is. But it's the, it's the the copycat list of what they did to get Shannon Moore over. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, or what they did to bury uh, Seth Rollins. There's tons of the parody lists. It's... None of them are that good. <sighs> yeah. no. I, I did like the Shannon Moore one. That uh, was okay. It was just funny because it was Shannon Moore of all people. But the, the list wasn't that good. I, that's why the Land of a Thousand G's is pretty slow this week. It's mostly fucking just lists. A list of things that WWE has done to get the gobbledygooker over. Looking into it, it's ridiculous at what lengths WWE has gone to get the crowd to cheer for the gooker. I'll try to list as many as possible. And if I've missed anything, feel free to add. They have other guys dress up as him to show how cool he is. <laughs> they have him come out and bury the New Day. The WWE blatantly exploits his turkey heritage. He has to shake his fine tricky tail to get cheers from female fans. He was made the leader of the Thanksgiving dinner. And to think of it, if all of that effort was put into the rest of the roster, that's the best one I've seen. <laughs> Good old gobbledygooker. Uh, well, some things never change. Old Vince senile that Sheamus would cash in hours before the pay-per-view. Ric Flair says he didn't know he was winning the world title at the 1992 Royal Rumble until an hour before the match. To be fair, he probably didn't remember because he hit his head too many times on the on the ground. Too many limes. 
Uh, Never enough limes. Well, here's what Seamus had to say after his win. The Irish are coming. Fuck Seamus. Hashtag four <laughs> times. Hashtag Survivor Series. Speaking of Reigns, here's what he had to say after the pay-per-view. Not how I pictured it, but I'm still in the picture. Two things to do. Rinse, slather, repeat. Oh, wait. That's three <laughs> things. Never mind. Hashtag shampoo fuckboy empire. Always repeat. <laughs> WWE made the decision to have Sheamus screw Roman Reigns because they feel he's not strong enough yet as a babyface. They want to really build up some momentum by having to fight the machine before he gets over to the degree they want to crown him champion and run with it. Somebody's not making Reigns look strong. Yeah, but Hunter already fought the machines at WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah, right. Rage against the machine. (laughs) Rally around the family. The thing is, though, if they did change his entrance theme to some Rage Against the Machine song, at least that would be a change. Yeah. Rolling <sighs> down Rodale with a shotgun. <laughs> Suffering succotash. <laughs> Dave Meltzer says anyone reporting on a Mania card now is guessing they had a complete top six matches and everything fell apart. Everything changed again on Sunday. Because everyone's dead. Yeah, well, WWE, speaking of dead, doesn't have any current plans for Sting or The Undertaker at WrestleMania 32. Yeah, that's not not looking good. Trying to fill that arena, man. These guys were fucked. (laughs) Hulk Hogan pokes fun at JBL not saying his name. Congrats, Sheamus, on winning the WWE title. Quote, the immortal one. Quote, HH. Brother, (laughs) dude, I still enjoyed JT's bit. (laughs) That's cool. Let me tell you something, bro. I'm cool with that, brother. (laughs) Uh, The product said, brother. You know what you really meant. (laughs) (laughs) The product may suck, but the key indicators are looking good. WWE's key performance indicators. Last month, WWE's Hell in a Cell sold 87,000 buys on pay-per-view with 64,000 international and 23,000 domestic. It was up 5% from a year ago. WWE averaged 6,300 fans for live events in North America last month. Their tour of Mexico averaged 5,800 fans for three events. Headlined by The Undertaker, WWE shipped 106,000 home video units in October. It included the releases of Sting, Into the Light, and Night of Champions. And Brazzers. Yeah. You know, bring it back to that hard copy porn. <laughs> hey, man, you know, the old DVDs are awesome. They have a hole. You just have to cut it open a little bit, make it a little bigger, but still. <laughs> I do have the thing open. Now I gotta wait for it. Gotta wait here, for it. Here it comes. Anytime now. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I did not buy Night of Champions, <laughs> and I would not watch John Cena for five hours a day if I could. The nineteen eighty-five event or the WWE version? The WWE version. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Lana has nuclear heat backstage in WWE right now. Uh, reports of Lana having white-hot heat on her backstage in WWE are a major understatement. Apparently, it's so bad, it's shocking they haven't released her yet. Uh, she has reportedly been cleared to return from her wrist fracture, but the question is, does WWE even want her back at this point? Yeah, at least Rusev isn't being affected. <laughs> Cesaro looks to be out four to six years because God hates wrestling fans, Barks. Actually, four to six weeks. His shoulder injury occurred last week on Raw during his match with, guess who? Roman Reigns. 
<laughs> Terrible. Speak shampoo, fuck boy. Speaking of hey, he said it, not me, man. <laughs> Speaking of right in that tweet, right in that tweet, man. That's exactly what he tweeted out. Shampoo, <laughs> fuck boy. Speaking of injuries. My microphone stand is not coming back from that one. Uh, no, uh, Randy Orton does not. Uh, <laughs> Randy Orton doesn't just need sol- shoulder surgery; he also needs neck surgery to clean on some bone chips. He could be on the shelf for a really long time since he needs to recover from the shoulder surgery before he has the neck surgery. The new estimate is said to be up to a year. Oh no! <laughs> bone chips? Are those like Ruffles all dressed, or are they? <laughs> well. Well, they're 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 all dressed, but with a poutine or aftertaste. Says George, JT George. <laughs> Did you believe the WWE apologizing for the Ric Flair comments was to save face? Here's confirmation: WWE issued their half-hearted apology regarding Paige's promo mentioning Charlotte's dead brother because the UK publication was about to do a majorly negative story about WWE and their creative direction. Yeah, they should do it anyway. Yeah, but they won't see because Eddie's in hell. <laughs> on this week on this week's episode of Impact Wrestling Kurt Angle announced that he would be retiring during TNA's tour of the UK in January there is some ambiguity ambiguity about whether he's retiring from pro wrestling or just from TNA that's the same thing because WWE won't take him back well Kurt Angle talks about ending his TNA run in the UK talk about destiny my contract literally expires on the last day of the UK tour God did that for a reason. Our British-ish fans from are from the UK, and we only come once a year because plane tickets cost money. <laughs> it's going to be here and in front of four or five fans instead of two. It's nice to be able to leave. I was in WWE for seven years, had a great run there. Unfortunately, due to health, I just couldn't keep up with 300 days a year. I didn't have the option of a lesser schedule they wanted me to do be- to continue full-time. Uh, uh, they wanted me to continue full-time. I just couldn't do it because I'm lying, and they refused to let me wrestle so I wouldn't die in the ring. <laughs> TNA has canceled their upcoming tour of India, allegedly claiming they couldn't secure travel for talent because many of the flights were routed through Paris, which, of course, was the site of an ugly terrorism attack on November 13th and 14th. Uh, the talent who were set to go on the tour are reportedly extremely unhappy, and TNA is offering to pay them for the misdates. Um... That's according to PWI, this clearly changes their plans to retape the finals of the World Title Series. Uh, they released a statement about the cancel tour of India, basically confirming it was due to logistics and saying they would go in 2016 instead. That's unfortunate for them. I mean, obviously terrorism sucks, and you know what can you do? But to be able to manipulate the outcome of the tournament uh, with their new TV deal and possibly breathe a little new life into it—that's uh, that sucks. I was uh, I was praising that last week. I thought I thought it was a really intelligent way to approach it. Yep. And uh, what can you do? You know, I mean, it is what it is. There's a lot of shit being canceled because of that fucking terrorism attack. Like you know, not just wrestling. So. Well, also uh, here's here's some more uh, unfortunate news for TNA. I guess uh, is while TNA isn't paying Pop TV for their airtime, it's being reported that Pop TV isn't paying TNA for the Impact Wrestling programming either, making the whole thing a wash. At least with Destination America, Discovery was paying for the programming. Now, this is this is uh, I can't 100% confirm this, but I, I was watching some people that aren't complete neckbeards going back and forth about this. And uh, I say that in all niceness, you know, there's a lot of fucking neckbeards on the internet. 
Um, apparently, yeah. the deal is something to do with they get a percentage of advertising revenue, which in itself is unfortunate too, because as we know, you know the the big dogs, the WWE, have had problems for years trying to get serious advertising revenue. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I bet I'm under the impression that that's probably it sounds about right to me though, like getting royalties because there's a lot of business uh, in media that operates that way where you, well, you, you know, especially on the internet, <laughs> if uh, web pages you get the banner ad clicks, right? Well, well, let me tell you that uh, advertising revenue is not easy to get when nobody watches or listens to your product. <laughs> <coughs> Well, what, what were they getting? What was the average? About two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So that's like I one don't know. Angle. It was about two hundred forty-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine more than we get. So, <laughs> <laughs> yay! I get to poke fun of myself on the air. <laughs> uh, we do it for you anyway, but I know you do. I appreciate it. You guys I are hope awesome. so because we're gonna do it anyway. I know. <laughs> Hey, I got a question for you guys. Does yeah. uh, Scott Steiner hate Hogan for something specific, or is it just general Hulkophobia? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, um, my, my estimate is seventy-three and two-thirds of a half percent times six to the negative sixth power of three thirty-five. That it's um. Hulkophobia. Sounds about right. Yeah, math <laughs> checks out. Hey, remember that nut job who sh- got shot outside the WWE Performance Center? Video footage of Armando Montal- Montalvo has been released that shows him pounding on the front door, yelling at employees, and saying they should train him to be the next fucking champion. I saw that video. He is just completely insane. Well, he's so insane that he thought he was on a WWE reality TV show. He was stood out there posing like Hogan and Shawn Michaels, and then he just bum-rushed the cop. I can't blame the cop for shooting him. In all fairness, though, he, he was caught on a security camera footage that's owned by the WWE, that's broadcast on security uh, televisions, that's also owned by the WWE, and it was reality. So, so, so what you're saying is he's not that crazy. He actually was on WWE reality TV. It was just closed yeah, circuit TV to the was, wasn't he? closed circuit <laughs> TV to the security guards. Yeah, well, that's just reality TV. You know. Sure, whatever works. It's, 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 that was uh, that wasn't actually the same show though. That was an advertisement for another WWE show. It's called Cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear NXT's Wesley Blake is going to be on that one because he was popped for a DUI on July 3rd of this year and refused to comply with a B- uh, with a blood alcohol test when pulled over. Video from the arrest has just now surfaced. He pled not guilty and was put into a pretrial diversion program. And you'll notice they're not tag team champions anymore. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. WWE is trying to lure, speaking of tag teams, top indie tag team Red Dragon, that's Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, into coming over to WWE NXT and being part of the WWE developmental roster. One person that's not going to be on that roster when they get there? Solomon Crow, Sammy Callahan, had his profile removed from the NXT section of WWE.com sometime between Sunday and Tuesday. The rumor is he asked for and was granted his release. 
and he's already appeared in AEW. There he's already working the Indies again. Good, good for yeah, him. His gimmick was such shit, though. Oh yeah, I mean they. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the premise was good. They could have done something with that easily, um, without it being stupid and cheesy and confused. Like it was such a cluttered gimmick, and it made there was no consistency to it. It was. I I don't blame the guy if he can make money and leave. Uh, I mean, this, this is a guy that was big on the indies before he came to WWE. So huge. he's going to go and he's going to make more money on the indies and he's going to have more success on the indies than he was going to have with that gimmick in WWE. Yeah. Because they yeah, weren't I, using him properly at all. Just You would see Solomon Crow like, oh, who's he jobbing to this week? Yeah, I can respect the guy who says, fuck this, I, I want to work. Yeah, I you mean know, him. Guy who uh, says that they need him more than he needs them. There's a there's a few guys like that. There's there's uh, you know Solomon Crow, of course, and C.J. Parker was one of them that said, you know what? If I'm gonna wrestle, I'm gonna fucking wrestle. I'm out of here. Yeah, got a contract. You know, Japan. As well. They apparently turned the offer down because it wasn't enough money for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these these guys were making were making that type of money before, but uh, yeah, Parker got a he got a contract with New Japan. Yeah. So he's probably uh, pretty happy wrestling his juice. That's what he said he wanted to do. He wanted to go wrestle in places like that, learn how to uh, to become uh, you know a higher level elite talent. And his inspiration was guys like uh, Brian and Punk and all those guys who kind of opened the door to a guy like Solomon Crow. So it's kind of going through 60 now, man, and then maybe try to lock him up. Any any word about Storm this week? No, I didn't hear anything about Storm. Well, that was another thing I was disappointed about in Raw, but that was my own fault. Well, you... When uh, he's teasing an appearance and the New Day are taking the piss out of country music, I just I just wanted James Storm there. Yeah. Fucking beer money reunion on Raw. <laughs> I'd have shot myself with laughter yeah. and delight. <laughs> well, oh, they couldn't do a reunion because uh, Rude is locked yeah, up by... Yeah, still uh, have an impact, but James Storm at least... Hey, speaking of shit in the bed, Brad Maddox <laughs> appears to shit the bed with his dark match promo at last at the, the other night's SmackDown taping. Not for offending fans of Andrew Luck, but for using the words "cocky prick" while cutting said promo. WWE announced his release over the choice of his poor words. Yeah, and I've heard conspiracy theories and rumors abound that, that basically he got himself fired. Oh, what a bunch of cocky pricks! Cocky prick talk every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, speaking of which, Jim Cornette couldn't resist to take a TNA and ROH moving new channels. He says, if the networks carrying wrestling get any smaller at Pop TV at Watch Comet, it'll be easier to pass around DVD of the show hand to hand. Yeah, look, Comet are brand new, but they can grow. I'm, lo- I'm kind of looking forward to seeing not only where ROH goes, but Comet themselves. But yeah, let's laugh at Pop TV. (laughs) Jim Ross would like to call the 14th anniversary show for Ring of Honor. Hey, if Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino need a third wheel in Las Vegas at the announced desk for the February ROH NJPW pay-per-view, I'd make myself readily available. Just throwing it out there as that should be a hell of a wrestling event. Yeah, we want that too. Yeah, I, I would definitely say I'd like to see Jim Ross, but short of Jim Ross, I'll work for cheaper. I, I would do it too. (laughs) They could fly me to Vegas, and I'd probably cheaper than Jim Ross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, people want to probably hear 
Yeah, yeah, I know. Play-by-play, play, guys, on one of us. Hey, I can do play-by-play. Play. I can I... call the move. Okay. <laughs> Maybe literally one no, but like I said, good, good play-by-play. Good play play. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's different. It's just... you, you, you can get up there with, like, the Jerry Lawler jokes. Not... <laughs> good stuff. Well, the Andy's calling himself Joey Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? Uh, oh, it is his birthday, that. so let's hate on him a little bit. Happy <laughs> birthday, Cherry Lawler. You turned 66. <laughs> you know who else has a birthday today? There's a lot of guys. JBL, 49. Zeb Coulter, 66. Mean Gene Okerlund, 73. And Hayabusa, 47. Huh. How about that? <laughs> That's a, a lot of notable old guys. And how many of those guys still wrestle? Most of them. <laughs> I, think, no, I think that's actually barely any of them, except Lawler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okerlund never wrestled. Oh. Um, he got, you know, he's an Austria man. What are you talking about? Right. No, he had that one match. <laughs> Tag team match. <laughs> well, in the Hulk Hogan. Uh, quote, unquote. <laughs> Judy Bagwell had a fucking match, technically, True. if you want to. <laughs> True. Okay. You got me. Fair enough. <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, CZW Cage of Death earlier because our, our guest for this week's podcast, Matt Tremont, the CZW World Champion, will be defending his title in the Cage of Death next month. And if you want to watch that, CZW has joined the world of online streaming and video on demand. You can get access to the CZW Network, probably not the real name, on their website. And I actually looked, and they've got a lot of stuff from other indies as well, so it looks to be pretty good service. There you go. And, and you get to check out Cage of Death. You can see, I'm telling you, man, AR Fox is going to do some crazy shit in that cage. <laughs> so is it part of the WWN group of uh, promotions on? I am I not it. sure. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. Apparently, Progress Wrestling, um, they're, they're starting to film some sort of television stuff this week as well. Maybe more to it. Those those companies really would be smart to to collaborate. What's great each other up. What's great about this day and age is you don't have to worry about getting a television deal. All you have to have is a smartphone. ROH proved that. <laughs> and a YouTube channel. <laughs> and a YouTube channel, exactly. But seriously, I mean, I and would you... love the WWE Network if it if they were just the hub for wrestling if they put some indie content on there but if they aren't then the indie guys themselves can do it exactly and I, I like that idea I think that's a that's an awesome idea in fact you could get an indie wrestling channel for uh, your Roku players if you have one um, which uh, but I mean this is this is the great thing about technology these days is you just grab an iPhone or, or even an Android phone it's got high definition video on it you just film the damn thing and you put it up on the on on your website on your on on uh, uh, YouTube, and you can have paid subscriptions on YouTube now. For for extra camera angles, just put a GoPro on the refs and the on the workers as well. There you go. <laughs> that could be interesting. <laughs> the GoPro uh, on the workers. We've had the ref cams before. They've had the, they had to wear those big helmets. The referee cams. The referee cams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't even you don't even need. Um, much more than a few smartphones to do it. If you really wanted to film multiple angles, if you have a few people with iPhones or Android or whatever, syncing it up in post-production is actually really not that hard. No, I yeah, mean, chances are all these workers are bringing smartphones with them just to, hey, can we borrow them? 
Right, yeah, exactly. Or I even mean, just get them to film it. Yeah. <laughs> it really would not be that difficult. Yeah, to you, do. you just film the match that's on before your match. <laughs> well, all you have to do to sync it up is you just use the audio cues in post-production. It's pretty fucking simple shit. Like, I guess to me it is because I, I do it, but really, it's like if you can identify a spike in, in a sound wave, you can easily sync up. It's all digital. You don't get any slowdown or lag or anything like that. Not like analog, the old school days. Yeah, I mean, my and, and, tape is stretched. Oh no! And that's what's great about wrestling, about technology today is, you know, we've got we've got a, a friend of our show, Gregory Iron, is the absolute intense wrestling champion in Cleveland. We can watch that. We had a guy on today. He's the CZW World Champion in Philly. We can watch that. I mean, fuck, I'm not even in the same country and I can watch all this shit. Exactly, and that's that's the point. Is wait, that's what's wait, great Br- British can... people have eyes? Mm, yeah, <laughs> we, we got the internet last year, too. <laughs> we only just got it. Wow, our biology textbooks are really fucked up in Canada. <laughs> hey, speaking of... Well, that that, that might explain this. Did you know that... Did you know that Bret Hart wrestled his almost his entire career with an injured wrist? He had surgery on his hand this past Monday to correct a problem with his wrist that had been bothering him since his active wrestling days. So, yeah, you guys, uh, your biology textbooks are probably a little out of date up there. <laughs> yeah, um, Out of date, fictitious, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Well, don't worry. Down, down south here in the States, they're, they're fic- very fictitious, too, you know. <laughs> Down south, we live in the north, uh, the northeast. <laughs> uh, well, no. I'm talking about down south in this country. Well, I... well, that's because down south there's just so many people with six fingers, thanks to inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I... happens when you marry your sister. You know, that reminds me. I want to go back to New Day talking about country music because I was watching football on on Thanksgiving, and they had this guy come out. Uh, at halftime, and his name was uh, Luke Bryan. He's he's apparently a country singer. He's uh, pretty terrible. I I I didn't hear I, I didn't hear it. I I thought it was just you know awful. It, it wasn't like your typical bad country. It was like worse. And the guy was singing flat the whole time. And yeah, I, I, I like country, but bad country is just terrible. And, and let me tell you something. I I I figure out why they say that this guy is a country music singer. It's because his first song he sang was about uh what the fuck was it his wife leaving him his or pick his pickup truck. truck it was no the second song was about his pickup truck the first song was about his tractor the second <laughs> song was about his pickup truck i thought truck. it was about whiskey no his first song was about his tractor his second tr- song was about his pickup truck i'm like are you fucking kidding this guy is like your stereotypical country guy except and in his third one, his wife sing. left him for his pickup truck listen, right. listen to if you listen to any of his albums unfortunately i have because that's all my family listens to because you know they're white they're, they're rich white trash um <laughs> but um uh, it's every it's every song on the album. It's I'm drinking, I'm driving, I'm drinking, I'm driving. My wife left me. My horse left me. My horse left me for my wife. You know, it's the, the every swear. single fucking song is the exact I, same. God, I, 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 listen, I swear, like this is I, I I mean, like you know, it's easy to make fun of country music and say if you play country music backwards, you get your wife back, your house back, your car back, your dog back. <laughs> but this guy, I swear to God, man, I he's singing his first song that he comes. Out, he sang a bunch like a medley of songs. He comes out, he's singing about a tractor. 
And then my mom's like, oh, I like this next song. This is one of his good ones. And then he starts thinking about a pickup truck. I swear to God, this is the stereotypical fucking country song. Every fucking song is about a tractor or a pickup truck. You know, what, what was worse is we were out on, my, on the boat um, at, at the lake one Saturday, a couple Saturdays, and they put it on the country music station, and it was literally the fucking exact same song for like two hours straight. <laughs> I believe it. Just alternating singers, you know, it would be, they would be, one person would come out, a guy, it would be a guy singer, and then it would be a woman singer, and then it would be a guy singer, it'd be a woman. it's just, it was like, oh my god, <laughs> I, I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> That's country music. That's that's always been country music. I sold my wife and I sold my car so I can have some beer at the bar in my pickup truck. And the woman, the woman comes out. I think that's actual country music lyrics. What's that? I think that's actually a country music song. Uh, it's one I wrote years ago. <laughs> we got an incoming call coming. From you guys. What the fuck? What the hell? I don't know. It's a coming call. I don't got anything. <laughs> Somebody trying to call us? I don't got it. I got. Oh, it I'm, just restarted the call, and now it says, "Group call, no answer. Group call. What the fuck?" Yeah, now it's going out online, and JT's busy. I, I'm confused. It, it, I think we lost it, G. Skype's Skype's a country music fan. We're, here's here's us ripping on 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 over on overrated mediocrity. <laughs> oh my god. Luke Bryan can write a song about this. Well, my Skype disconnected. No, my because phone it's, not, it's not about living. It's not about a truck. It's not about, the it's fuck? Not about a truck. It's about internet. I'm confused. <laughs> now we lost JT. No, you didn't. I'm here. What? It's. It's. I don't know. Yeah, we got, we got I'm just hearing the ringing. Oh, there. Got it. Hello. Okay. I'm hey. confused. Okay. All right. Is G here? Is everybody okay? Oh, I don't hear I'm here. I can hear, I can hear echo, echo myself, myself and JT. Mark's got a really bad echo. Yeah, I, I, I can, can hear, hear both of you. I just can't hear G. Now it says you're not even in the I call, JT. You. What the? <laughs> what the? <laughs> I've got this Mark. Is, okay, here, here. I'll join call. Join call. No, there, now, there, I'm now, I'm now you've got echo. Hold on. I'm going to hang up on you guys, and I'm going to call you all right back. Yeah, I can't hear Joe, though. Is Joe here? I'm now, here. I, now I hear G. Hello? Hold on, I'm going to hang up on you guys wait, and call wait, you right wait, back. Wait, I think we fixed it. Okay, but you don't have an echo. Now, JT does, and I don't think G can hear me. Yeah, I can't hear Joe if he's here. Yeah, I hung yeah, up yeah, on yeah, the I second call, so I think... Yeah, yeah, just, just restart the call. All right. Hold on, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to disconnect <laughs> from you guys. I'm going to type this. I'm going to hang up. And call you guys back because G apparently can't hear me. So here we go. We're going to try this again. Hang up. Now it should just be me. Can anybody hear me? Yes. I can hear you. I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I'm yeah, let me use. hang up. Let me hang up too. I can't even hang up. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's going on. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here's. Shit, I still can hear you even though I hung Let's up. Go. I think we're back in the original call. We just need yes. to add G back. Yes, I'm in, I'm we're in the original call now. Okay. Yeah, now I can hang up, but I won't. Someone yeah. just add G. Me either. I'm afraid to add G. <laughs> <laughs> just because, add I, I don't know. I it says he's in the call, and I don't have the call up on my. I'm so fucking confused right now. Skype is throwing this show into disarray right now. Uh, 
I don't know what to do. He has been dropped. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But I just re-added him, so... Okay, maybe we'll get him. I, I don't know what's going on, because I... It's saying... It has a, a one of those exclamation... He cannot... It says, Large Pro can't experience group video, group calling... Fuck! Fuck it! Ugh. I, it, because it doesn't even tell me I'm on a call right now. Yeah, it didn't do that for me, then it just did, and now I'm back. Yeah, I, it doesn't say that I'm on a call. It just says that... Uh, I have no clue what the fuck happened, but I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> that yeah. is fucking weird. All right. Okay, I, somebody let G know that uh, I have no idea how to get him back. Well, what if you want? If you want to try hanging up and then doing it again, I, I don't know how to hang up. <laughs> the the red thing that says hang up. Yeah, but there is no red thing that there says is hang one. Up. There isn't oh, one. I have one. Uh, I have one too, but Joe doesn't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. This is confusing, and this we're we're on the air still with this shit. So <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> Live radio, okay, folks. You just typed. Joe just go go. Guess Joe crashed out. No, I'm gonna uh, tell him. Yeah, tell him. Tell him that I don't know how to get him back because I'm apparently not in the call when I'm still talking to you guys. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Hmm. I'm afraid to hit call group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it a go. No, I'll tell you what. You guys hang up, and yeah. then I'll call you right back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You guys hang up. So, should just be me right now, and I'm gonna try and call these guys, and hopefully we'll get this fixed up. Let's see. It's telling me G is okay. It's saying G is busy. Oh. Okay. Nope. Are we all here? Yeah. I don't know why you couldn't add me. I just called you. That's all I had to do. No, it was weird. Like I was. No. I, it was the shit was really weird. It was fucked up over here. Who know? We do have no idea what happened. G. I was not in a call, well, but I was were. talking to Mark and JT. No, that happened to me as well. But it fixed it oh, for I, me, I, JT, but not for Joe. I could hear JT fine. Uh, Mark was echoey as fuck, and Joe didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Fed's just playing, playing Sonic One, <laughs> and says every song should be about pickup trucks. Listen to country music. It is. <laughs> uh, well then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so where where were we though? This this has been a fun show so far. Uh, Noelle Foley says she's done some wrestling training. She says, "Yes, I did train a little, just a little. I cut the shit out of Frank the Clown with a razor blade twice." Dad said he <laughs> thinks Mom may have had an affair with New Jack. I think Chris Rock was in that movie. <laughs> And Maven turned 39 this past Thursday. Yeah, I just had to throw that one in. <laughs> Let's see what shit, 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 no one even cared. Even, even Maven fan didn't even wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> Bad Maven fan. Uh, Mr. Superpacon on Squared Circle Jerk. We're in the land of a thousand cheese, by the way. Says Dave Meltzer, quote, I am out of touch on many things, but fuck WWE. <laughs> <laughs> and jtoy93 wants to know does anyone else like Seamus now 
Now that Seamus has saved us from fuckboy, I'm starting to realize he has great ring skills, mic work, psychology, and most importantly, a clear, identifiable character. Sure, just four measly hours, just a measly four hours ago, I thought he completely lacked those qualities, but I've been, I've changed my mind after excruciating thought. <laughs> Okay, I'm sure I've asked this question before. What's TIL mean? Today I Today learned. Today I learned. Ah, okay. Today I learned that in Ontario, Canada, there is a law stating sorry is not an admission of guilt. <laughs> and from Shady09. Yeah, it's an actual law. Just I thought that was hilarious. I don't know. There are like seven <laughs> people in our document right now. Yeah. What the fuck? That's how... Wow. <laughs> okay, then. Hello, anonymous people in our fucking document. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. Uh, shower thought given the suplex of... Po given the continued popularity of Suplex City, Jeff Hardy should begin taking his opponents to Swantanamo Bay. <laughs> that from Not Rye in Squared Circle. There are times Squared Circle direct leaks over. Those are good times. Does anyone else remember that thing New Day did a few days ago? Asks Wrestling Fan on uh, Squared Circle Jerk. Does anyone else think New Day is gold and should Freebird every title in the company? Yes. Yes, yes we do. Yes, we do. We agree. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a crazy fucking show. <laughs> First, we couldn't figure out how to add the guy to the fucking call that we were supposed to interview. And then Skype decided to just add all of us back to our own call that we were already in <laughs> and then make the existing call non-existent but still exist Skype took a light tube to the face I guess somebody hit Bill Gates with a fucking uh, barbed wire baseball bat or something <laughs> <laughs> weird 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 fucking show this week <laughs> Uh, well, that's it for now. I guess for me, uh, it's time to forget about this show for the next six days and 22 hours. <laughs> Actually, I have to call Bill Apter later in the week because he is uh, hoping to be on very soon. I don't know about next week, maybe the week after. Uh, he's at WrestleCade right now, uh, which is why he couldn't make this week. So hopefully we'll get Bill Apter on because he insists he wants to be on the show. And we want him on the show, and we'll get him on the show. It's going to happen, I promise you. But uh, for now, I am at Thanks So Joe, at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at Random Double underscore Zero for the coaster, at Punish78 for George. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern right here on BoardWrestlingFan.com or on our Facebook page. Or if you're too lazy to listen live, you can listen to the podcast afterward on iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, of course, BoardWrestlingFan.com, CheapHeat.com, and wherever podcasts are sold. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Brad Maddox should go back to wrestling in a cave. <laughs>